All right, what's going on, Brandon? Nothing much, man. It's been a while. Yeah, another episode of Rich Ridge Outdoors. What yeah. I think this is episode like seven, six or seven or something like that. I think seven. But uh, I know it's been a long, long time since we've done one of these. Probably two months, month and a half, something like that. I It's more like three. We yeah. haven't done one since you started your new job. Yeah, and I can't really talk about that. I've been disciplined for it. But yeah, I've started a new job and it kind of puts me in a situation to not uh, be socially active which is unfortunate because this is such a huge part of my life and it's a great, great project. But uh, enough about me. You just finished up on a big turkey hunt out in Utah with uh, our boy Matt. How was that? I did, man. It was, uh, it's quite the experience. Super cool. I'm going to start off and preference this or preference this straight off the bat and say I did not kill a turkey. But Matt did and uh, we had some good experience. I, I don't doubt Matt killed one because that guy's a 100% OG hunter. He's he's born of this earth to hunt and kill every single animal that's on this planet. It, it's funny you said that because uh, we were talking like when we were up there, me and him did a lot of talking. We, we watched like absolutely no TV. It was it was weird. You know, we were either sleeping or hunting. I mean, there was <laughs> yeah. no in between. Of, of we, were just, we were just either in the woods or we weren't, you know. And uh, we were talking about, and I'm like, man, I tried to put him tried to get him to come up with a number like how many animals have you took part in killing you know because he he didn't physically pull the trick he's a guide so he puts clients on deer and elk and and everything in between and and i tried to get him to put a number on it and he's like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i would say probably close to i i don't even know like a thousand i, I mean I don't know if it's thousand a thousand. I don't know if it's a thousand, but it's it's up there. I mean, he's putting he probably puts every bit of fifty animals down a year. Yeah. Between like all of guiding season mm-hmm. from September to when he's done. And yep. some he goes to Mexico too. And yeah. he puts you know, and during September he gets two or three hunters a week or whatever it is. It's and, gnarly. And then That's... deer season, the same thing. They get four or five guys a week in there. You know, I mean, and, you know, and season goes on for, you know, between archery season and, and gun season. Yeah. It goes on quite a bit. He's always behind the trigger and something. Well, not behind the trigger, but, but at least glassing and yeah. in, the, in he, the hot seat. Yeah. And, you know, some would argue that he's doing all the hard work. He is. He's doing, he's Absolutely. doing all of the legwork. He was telling me, man, he's telling me, he's going, dude, I go to sleep at like 11 o'clock at night and I got to be up at four every morning. Yeah. To get to get camp ready and breakfast, I'm like, man, you get no sleep. Yeah, you on top know? of and on top of hiking, you know, mm-hmm. ten plus miles or whatever it is, yeah. you know, of two thousand plus elevation yeah. or elevation change. Stuff. A lot of a lot of their ranches that they hunt, there there's vehicle access. Yeah, but there's still a lot of hiking involved. Yeah, but then there's some ranches that yeah, it's just a lot of hiking. It just depends on their client. You know, if they got a client that wants to get out there and really really put work in, then they do it. Otherwise, yeah. if they get one that's not so physically fit, then they ride around all everywhere you know and just glass from the ridges but. yeah and even on top of that it's like the stress of putting your mind in that position to hunt is is such a huge thing it's like holy cow you know yeah he's bred for it though yeah he is he, he's just an animal yeah he you is. know he's an animal you look sure. at that dude and like if you walk across that guy in like a grocery store at a gas station you're like oh shoot i'm not gonna mess with that guy he's, he's big yeah he's a big dude he's a He's built to hunt. Yeah, okay. and he cold weather doesn't. I don't know. Cold weather doesn't affect him the way it affects me. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, it just, he just doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Like when I think of cold weather, like, oh yeah, I can handle it. Then you hop out of the truck and it's thirty degrees. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, ah, 
you know, and it's, and it's just a tough one to deal with. Yeah. I mean, cold is a whole nother uh, adversary, adversary, like uh, we talked about in a, a previous podcast. And uh, I just realized that that mic is not running, but that's fine. I'll sync it on the second one. The cold is just a whole nother uh, adversary, just like we talked about in uh, uh, the early after the, uh, after our Utah hunt. And he just he just shakes it off. It's yeah. just like one of those things where it's like, you know. It is what it is. Yeah, he's he's things. he's hunted in it all though. Yeah, you know? he has, and from zero to one hundred and fifteen. Yeah, speaking of cold, man, it it was like not cold at all. I mean, it was a little chilly in Utah. Yeah, but my gear held up. It was great. You Dude, know? that's perfect. We get outside, and we we'd wake up at I don't know three thirty four o'clock to try to get to the spot where we were going, and um, I was worried about the cold. You know, last time I was in Utah, it was so cold. Yeah. And, I, and I was really worried about it. I was thinking I was just going to screw it. I was going to go up and buy all new gear. And Matt's like, nah, that'll be fine. So it was only, it was like 32, 33 in the morning. But as the sun came up, you just warmed up instantly. It was yeah. getting, it was getting into the seventies. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. So it was super cool, man. So, you know, weather wise, it was beautiful. Like crystal clear skies. It was awesome. You know, but the first day, so I flew into, I left Friday morning, mm-hmm. left San Diego at like six, got into Utah their time, like nine. Right, uh-huh. something like that. Matt picked me up, literally went to his house, dropped my shit off, <coughs> and uh, got in his truck, and we went. Boom, we we're out in the woods for the rest of the day. Dude, that is so awesome. It was amazing. Tell me, tell me more about the gear before uh, before I forget about it. what gear were you running? Well, I was running my King's Camo, that XKG series. Yeah, same stuff you wore for yeah. the Utah hunt and yeah. uh, Southern California uh, mule deer hunt. Yeah, absolutely. But I I bro- I wore all the layers up there. Oh, okay. So I didn't just just wear my base layer and then my top and my lower, like I wore everything from yeah, for sure f- for cold weather, specifically thinking it was going to be in the twenties. Cause I was looking on the, on the, uh, like on the weather app down here mm-hmm. and it was saying like 28 and yeah. I was going, Oh man, like this can be cold. You know? That's like a miserable cold. Yeah. It's super cold. But what it was, was I think it was 28 for 15 minutes Yeah, exactly. and then it would warm up, you know? And by the time you sat down and you, cooled off the sun was already starting to come up and it was just it was it was it was manageable it wasn't 28 all day yeah sweet yeah so it was great perfect uh what what shotgun were you running because you guys were shotgun hunting not bow hunting and uh everything with your loadout dude uh your calls your optics your dude listen i i brought my binoculars yep but they were with me but I wasn't looking for turkey (laughs) (laughs) when it was dead and it was quiet and there was nothing going on and it was noon, man, I was glassing the Hills and I was finding elk. It was so nice finding elk and deer is great. But yeah, man, it, I don't know. It's it's probably one of those things where I didn't need to bring, but I brought them anyways. I just brought my vortex, uh, razors. Yeah, of course. 12 by fifties. Yeah. And, and, and that was it. And then, uh, turkey calls. I think Matt, he was doing all the calling. So he had a couple diaphragm calls, and then he had, I want to say, a Primo's, I don't know what it was, just like a box call. Oh, okay, for sure. Yeah, and then he, and then I think he had a, a custom hooks slate call. That was pretty sick. And, and he's, he's a pretty good turkey caller, man. I, I was surprised. Hey, stop it. Sorry, guys, my dog. Stop. No. You guys see any other uh, uh, hunters out there? Um, yeah, we did. It was public land. Oh, okay. Perfect. And and so there was quite a bit of hunters, 
but it wasn't it wasn't like Southern California. There's actually birds there. Yeah, you know, exactly. birds on public land. Yeah, you've got a chance. Yeah, there's a chance there for sure. So, uh, we did see hunters, and it, it was it was different for sure because they actually turkey hunting up there and public land compared to turkey hunting down here on public land. We actually heard birds up there. Yeah, for sure. You they're know? just real quiet down here too. Yeah, if they are quiet. here, like you'll walk up on a. I don't know what a, a gang of turkey are called, but you'll walk up on them and you're like, oh, shoot, there's turkeys right there. <laughs> you yeah, know? for sure. It, and up there they were, uh, they would gobble in the morning, then they'd quiet down, and then they'd gobble right before they roosted. Yeah. I mean, they were definitely pressured birds, mm-hmm. so they weren't just gobbling all day. Yeah. But you could get on them in the morning. You can have them for an hour or two after sunrise, and then they would quiet up. And yeah, for sure. And they would just go mull around in the thick. Mm-hmm. But it, it was super fun. Um, I don't, you know, I never not one time saw a bird. I'll tell you that much. Like we didn't see a bird one time. That is nuts, man. Yeah, it was crazy. But we were within a hundred yards of a bird. We yeah. almost had a gobbler come they in. They just kind of just and shut up. They just get hung up. Yeah. Like if, and this is, if you're not a pro or just everything conditions are right. Yeah. A lot of it's public it's, birds are tough. It's luck too. It's, it's luck and yeah. it's conditions and it's mm-hmm. other hunters. And- Absolutely. You know, there was one time where we had, it was on the second day. It was Saturday. We were there and we were, we were posted up and it was probably nine o'clock and we were kind of going on, oh, mosey our way back to the truck. We'll call while we're going. And, uh, there was a bird in between us and the truck and we're like, oh man, we actually got him coming our way and he's probably a hundred yards. And there was a hunter on the other side of the, the draw we were on. Uh-huh. And, um, it was almost like we need, he was calling too and, and we needed him to not call. Yeah. Because I think what happened was he was calling too because he heard the bird. He knew the bird yeah. was there. We knew the bird was there and it was coming our way. But he started calling just on his slate call. Mm-hmm. Just like crazy. Like, and I don't know. We got way more responses by calling and just not calling for five minutes. Yeah, exactly. And then that bird's like, oh, that's a real hen. Yeah, exactly. It starts coming your way. And I don't know what happened between him calling, us calling, and the bird being in the middle of us. Too much pressure. Yeah, he turned around and be like, yeah. and we literally Busted. heard him gobbling on his way up the mountain, yeah. like up the ridge. And, and I was like, he's gone. But that was the closest we got, you know. Mm-hmm. You but said you were out there for three days? Yeah, I went out Friday, got picked up, hit the woods right away, mm-hmm. came back. Saturday morning, all, all in the woods all day. And then Sunday morning in the woods, and I flew back Sunday night. Wow, good weekend hunt. It was great. That's a lot Dude, of miles to hunt. Yeah, we walked a lot. It was yeah. cool. We were after the birds. We didn't get a bird for lack of trying. Matt got a bird the day before I showed up. Yeah, so he's all he's already, he's already off the yeah. high trying so, to get you a bird. That's yeah, fine. he was like, no, we're going to get you a bird. And I'm like, yeah. hell yeah, let's do it. But he actually plucked his bird, mm-hmm. and we smoked it. it oh, he brined yeah, yeah. it. He brined it, and from Thursday, we cooked it Saturday night. So from Thursday, midday, to when he got it all prepared – in the brine Thursday night, Friday, and all day Saturday, man. We brined it for two days and put it on the old Traeger. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Dude, wild game. Amazing. It was great. And we made like little sandwiches. It was on a, I made that vlog on YouTube, on the YouTube channel. That's an awesome vlog. You should check it out. I'll link it in the the, the description of this thing. It was, yeah. it was good. It was short, but it, it was, was short. But you know what? It was cool. I'll tell you what, though. Outside of hunting, the best part of that trip was A, hanging out with Matt. Yep. And then B, the experience we had with that moose. Oh yeah, dude. I saw, I just saw the video and I heard the story over the phone, but yeah, go ahead and tell it, dude. Listen, I have never been 
I don't even want to say I was scared. It was a different feeling. I don't know what it was. It's the first time I've ever been like face to face with something that's going to like, it could without a doubt kill you. Yeah. Instantly. It, yeah. It would be like going face to face with a mean horse. Yeah. I mean, this thing is the size of a horse, if not it's, bigger. It's bigger. It would be bigger. We're sitting there in a draw, like in a canyon. And I'm just focusing on the timber. There were some birds gobbling, getting ready to go to roost. And we were kind of thinking we were in the pinch point where they were going to pass us and get up into their roost up the canyon. Well, we thought birds were coming and I'm focused on another way. And then all of a sudden Matt goes, here comes a moose. And like, I look kind of catty corner to my left. And sure enough, boom, there's a moose. And he's like 15 yards out. Yeah. It is like, you could see every single hair on that moose in your, in your your video. And I was just like, huh, you know? (laughs) And, uh, I turn left and I see it and then he's like, don't move. Yep. Well, no S Matt, I'm not yeah. going to move, man. <laughs> you know? And, uh, he comes up and, and I think it was a female. So I think it was a cow yeah. and he comes up and he sits there five yards staring at us. I don't know if it knows what we are because the wind's kind of swirling it, the wind. As I know, as it came up, it didn't hit it in the face. Cause typically I would assume it would just run off if it did. But mm-hmm. so it's like sitting there at five yards and it's looking at us and I'm looking at it and Matt's looking at it. And I got the gun in my hand yep. and Matt's on the inside between me and the moose. So he's like closest to the moose. Yeah. And, uh, I'm thinking this thing comes any closer. I'm going to shoot it right between the eyes. Yeah. Like it'll stomp us. This thing will tear us up. We're yep. on the ground. Like there's no, you, there ain't no getting away from that. You yeah. know, this thing wants to get you. You're getting it. They you, are giant. Animals. It's huge, man. And so <laughs> I, I was sitting there and then thank God the wind swirled. Cause this thing's like stomping and snorting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it knows what we are. And, um, the wind swirls and it, I, you know, I kind of feel it go right past and it wins us and it just blows off. It just kind of trots right by Matt. Like we're facing towards you mm-hmm. and the moose is right here. It blows off, like just caught our wind, snorted what I thought it blew off, whatever it did. And it went like this. Right to our, it went, it came our way, but it beelined up behind us. And after it went up behind us, that's when I said, Matt, I'm getting a picture. Yeah. <laughs> and I flipped through my phone real quick, got the camera and I held it up like this and on the portrait mode, yeah. you know, and I just snapped pictures of it yeah. at like 15 yards behind it us. It was gnarly, dude. I was like, dude, what? Dude, that was a moose, man. Yeah. And the fact that I saw it, like they look so mangy right now. Mm-hmm. Like they're just mangy. Yeah, they're getting out of winter, man. Yeah, they're losing all their their winter coat and all that kind of. It's way it's weird how they even the deer are like super mangy. It's just them losing their winter yeah. coat, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was super cool. That video that was on the vlog, we were turkey hunting the last day, mm-hmm. and that that moose came out of the woods and just we he didn't even know we were there. Yeah, that that wasn't moose. the one. Yeah, that was a different moose. So the one that we actually had a standoff with was the only one in the picture with the yeah. top of my head you know mm-hmm. but that was such an amazing experience gnarly explain what you felt dude what'd you feel tell me more about that emotion because i've i've never okay i've never turkey hunted and i've never i've never experienced a moose in real life but i've watched a ton of videos on both of them and i've seen them both in museums um so <laughs> i know exactly how big a moose is it's like unrealistic it's yeah, like it you think you think like any other big game mammal and you're like okay yeah it's like a horse it's not like it's a not, horse. No, it's not. It's got like legs that are like one and a half to two times longer yes. than a horse. Yeah. They will run full speed through four foot deep snow. Yeah. No problem. Yep. They're just it's just insane, it. man. Like 
when I saw it coming, I wasn't, there was no fear at all. Mm -hmm. Like I just saw it and I went, Oh, crazy. Everything crazy that happens to me while hunting, Matt is always by my side. Yeah. So (laughs) I've never had knock on wood. I've never had anything crazy happen to me. Death marches, falling, any of this stuff coming crazy encounters with animals. Like, you know, none of that stuff happens only with Matt. So (laughs) when this happened, I, I was like, huh, when I first saw the moose, I'm, Cause it's a little ways down the trail. It's like, oh, this is kind of cool. You know, it's going to wind us and blow off. No big deal. You know? And you don't think when you think a moose, like, oh, fangs and claws yeah. going to rip you apart. Like, no, that's not what you think. Mm. You just think if you're scared of it, you're thinking I'm going to get trampled. Yep. You know, but the, fear wasn't the, the first thing that came to my mind. It was like, oh, that's cool. But when it didn't stop, then you're like, oh, yeah. Then it, then it got a little weary. And then I got kind of got like, oh, is getting a little nerve wracking, but it was, it was still cool. I think feeling wise, like I was kind of almost amazed, like, mm-hmm. like, listen, I was prepared. I mean, honestly, man, I tell the people I told this story for, I, without a doubt, I would shoot it right between the eyes. Like I would send a turkey load right between the eyes for sure. If it would have come any closer, I mean, it yeah. was that close. It wasn't, I, I'm no, I'm not kidding. I mean, it was that close. It, it'd be on you, you yeah. know? So what are you going to do? You know, it's one of those things. So if it would have been a bear, everybody would be knowing what I'm talking about right now. Yeah, but people don't understand. Oh, moose is nice and cuddly. It's like uh, yeah, no. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Mm-mm. No, it's no. not. They're territorial animals. Yeah, it, and that was my main thing. You know, they're definitely territorial. But once it literally, so once all of that anxiety or whatever I had about it, the amazement of this actually just happened, mm-hmm. and I got that picture behind me, like once all that was said and done, I was talking to Matt. Our turkey hunt was pretty much done. Yeah. Because we're like, oh my God, you see, that was crazy. You know, I told Matt, I probably would have tried to reach out and touch it. They would have walked right by (laughs) us. I mean, really, because it's like, it would have been within arm's reach. Gnarly, dude. I mean, that's how close it would have been. I I don't think I would have touched it. I I mean, now in the safety of your home, I don't think I would touch it, but I probably would have, I would have done something stupid. Like, well, (laughs) you know, it's one of those things. I mean, I'm talking now like I would, but, and that's one of the, me and Matt were talking like, what would you have done? That thing walked right by us. That would have been something that you would have like probably, I mean, yeah, dude, you would have seen everything. It would have been like if that animal was on the ground and you just killed it. That's how close it would have been. Yeah. Like you could have seen the, the hair stuck together from the mud. It's been mm-hmm. rolling in or, you know, all of that stuff. I mean, that's how close that thing was. If it would have passed us. It's crazy, man. Yeah. It what did it smell like? What was, what was it? Well, yeah. It they're, smelled bad. They're smelly. They're musky animals. Yeah, it smelled pretty pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, horrible, but it was, it was a yeah. wild animal. Like yep. a wet dog times 10. Yep. <laughs> yeah, maybe, you know, it was bad. Times 20 size. Yeah, was, I mean, yeah. you don't want to go grab it and hug it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, but you can smell it. Yeah, a lot of people who aren't hunters, uh, they have this picturesque idea of, you know, what animals are like. And mm-hmm. no, they're animals, you know. They stink. Yeah, they smell bad. They They, they carry They carry ticks and fleas and... Yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. But you know, we, I didn't sit there and get like a huge whiff of this thing. Yeah. Man. It wasn't like I was like, yeah. oh, it smells great. It was because the wind was swirling. Yeah. You get like yeah, you get a small you get a sliver of what it really smelled like. I wonder, you know? I wonder how early on Matt saw it. Cause that guy's got eyes like no other. He, he, so, he's trained to do it. Well, he came in on his left side and yeah. he's got that so eye he's issue He's got that bad it. eye. Yeah. So I don't know. When he told me, I looked and it wasn't too far. Yeah. <laughs> Snuck up on him, dude. And it came, out of his, it came out of his... He must have caught it on the peripheral. Mm-hmm. You know, like... 
like a normal person would catch it right here. Yeah. Matt didn't catch it till it was probably like right yeah. here on that left eye. Yeah. Matt has a bad eye. He's a half man, half, uh, half, uh, cyborg. Yeah. Half, half, half cyborg. Yeah. He had a, he was a world, he was a state champion wrestler. He was definitely a good wrestler. Yeah. And then he managed to pop his eyeball. Something uh, like that. Yeah. Somebody popped his eyeball and you know, he still, he can still see out of it. Yeah. It's just a little weird. I think he, he still has better eyes than I do when it comes to hunting. I'll tell you that much. Oh man. He picks stuff out. Yeah. That one eye. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, oh. <laughs> exactly. But it's gnarly. He's a cool guy. Yeah. And that's awesome. I'm glad that you, uh, you experienced that with him because if you were alone, dude, you would have definitely put a turkey little between the eyes. I would have. The gun definitely would have been pointed to it. Yeah. You know? For sure, I would have been like, "Let me try to get a video of it," and yeah. then like been moving around and crap like that. Maybe, it, maybe you know, the movement would have kept it from coming in. Maybe, who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe, but it didn't have a calf with it, which was yeah, good. That's good, excellent. Yeah. If it had a calf, ooh, you would have been done. The video of that moose that I got coming across the grass field, yeah, that was a younger, younger animal for sure. Yeah, definitely. That wasn't, definitely looks it wasn't a mature animal. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, but it was it was a cool experience, what man. A crazy, crazy yeah. experience. Tons of deer. Tons of moose. I think we saw seven moose total, six or seven moose total. Yeah. You know, ironically, we saw no turkey. We didn't see any turkey on golf courses. We didn't see any turkey on private property. I We saw, let me step back. We saw one bird, one bird, and we were on public land. And if I would have been facing the direction, I would have shot that thing out of the air like a goose <laughs> because it was on private pro- or it was yeah, on public, public land, land and it was flying towards roost. Oh, like it came yeah. off the hill, came straight over us they fly loud yeah they do yeah and we were in the woods but if that thing would have been faced oh yeah i would have shot that thing dude and it was low too easy low yeah maybe 30 feet up yeah would have been a weird hold though was a turkey turkey i don't even know if i would have (laughs) i I mean it was it was close too it was probably 20 yards i would have just beaded the neck and just let one fly and watch it fall yeah there you go i mean man i can't miss (laughs) yeah yeah we've never shot shotgun together no that's kind of crazy yeah man my bird hunting skills man tell you what i don't miss yeah i I mean birds get away don't don't get me wrong but i shoot a lot of clays but never you know what let me tell you something clay shooting is a lot different than bird shooting yeah period i don't care what anybody says try to shoot a dove Mm -hmm. shoot clay all day and then go try to shoot a dove yeah you miss every time totally different Mm mm-hmm Speed, I believe so. Speed approach. Oh yeah, everything's different. It moves. Yep, it you does. Know. Changes. Yeah, changes. But yeah, man, that was that was pretty much it. I was, I'm, I was sad to leave, to be honest with you. I mean, I miss my old lady. My old lady's been going out of town crazy lately. Mm-hmm. She goes like three, four days out of town, and comes back for business. You know, so she's gone all the time. And and unfortunately, the way our schedules lined up, when I flew out, she flew out the day before, and then she didn't get home until Wednesday. But I had gotten home that Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Sunday. I didn't see her for like over a week. And, you know, it was it was good to get out and go see Matt. But, you know, it was it was like out of a 14 day period. I only saw my old lady four days. Yeah. You know, so it was, it was time to come home to see her, you know. Yeah. It's always tough spending time away from home. Yeah, it, it is. That's one of the biggest things. That's like the hardest part of hunting. Yeah. If I could, you know, it's fine. I, I, my old lady says I'm codependent and I might be, I don't know. I might, I I really might be. Cause I, I'll tell you what, man, like a couple of days I'm ready to go home. Not, not that I'm ready to go home. You start missing it. Yeah. Man, I miss my dog. Yeah. I miss my chick. Yeah. Your bed. My bed. Yeah. Miss, of, you miss it all. Of, a lot of comfort in home. Yeah, man. Yeah. I wish I could have gone with you, man. I know, man. I wanted you to go. It'd have been great. Yeah. We'd have had a good time. It is what it is. 
How was the? Uh, how many miles did you go every day? Or was it mostly just sitting in a blind? Well, we were sitting a lot, but we were doing some running. I don't know what miles were, to be yeah. honest, man. We were chasing birds, but who knows? I, I didn't even, to be honest, I didn't even take, keep track. Anything as close to the Utah hunt? No. No? No. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, well, one day, the first day on Friday, we hiked quite a bit. Yeah. We probably put in a few miles. Yeah, trying to get it. That's cool. Yeah. That's good. But after that, no, man. Yeah. We, I mean, we'd go in, I don't know, half mile. Sit down, bird hunt, nothing, get up, move, mm-hmm. quarter, quarter mile, half mile, sit down, yeah, get on some, whatever it was. I mean, we, I don't know, turkey hunting is not the most, you know, physically demanding. Yeah, a lot of hurry up and wait. Yeah, a lot of hurry up and wait. But it was a great yeah. time, man. I'll tell you what, you know, I love just being out there. Utah's a different story, man. It's it just, is. It's totally beautiful. different. I beautiful. saw the pictures, dude. Oh, my gosh. Such a beautiful area. It's nice. It was nice. It was, like, refreshing. Just a high-altitude lake that I, you were hunting next to? Yeah. Yeah, man. It was... The altitude definitely weared on me. I'll tell you that much. Not, like, altitude sickness, but for sure, going into the Utah deer hunt last year, mm. I was, like, tip-top shape. Resting, yeah. resting heartbeat of 50 beats a minute, you know? And, like, and I mean, were there a day early, too. And, so. Yeah. You know, going up here, I mean, I still bang out five miles, but just slower than I could have when I went to Utah last year. Yeah. Tell me about your uh, physical conditioning right now, because I know you, you changed it up since yeah. the last time we talked. I'm definitely not as thin. Yeah. You're I've been on putting on, I've been putting on a lot of muscle. I did a vlog and put it on the YouTube channel, I don't know, a few months ago. I decided it's time to put some more muscle on. I got way too thin. Yeah. Man, I got down to like 175 pounds. Yeah. I mean, I was lean. Mm-hmm. But I did, getting down there, I was like two ten starting out, and then running and all that kind of stuff, getting in shape. And I got down to like one seventy five, and I got real lean, which was cool, you know. But my old lady wasn't happy with it. I wasn't necessarily. I got weak. Yeah. I mean, I'm strong. Definitely not as strong as I am now. Yeah. I mean, I eat. I eat good. I eat clean. But mm-hmm. there's times where I'll go splurge and I'll dirty bulk. Mm-hmm. You know, and but I'm burning a s ton of calories too. Like yeah. today, I ran three and a half miles. What was your pace? Seven forty-five. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah, a good pace. just under Solid. eight. And I had the dog. You know, the dog's not in shape anymore either. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's really <laughs> yeah. not. Man, I give her peanut yeah. butter every night. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, she's eating what I'm eating. You know, yeah, peanut exactly. butter and bananas. You yeah. know, so she's getting big too. But she still hammers them out, and it's no big deal. But yeah, I, I mean, I'll still put down a seven-minute mile. I can hold that. Yeah. But you know, I was running six-minute miles. Yeah, solid. You're quick, so, man. Yeah. I, I'm still okay, but I'm definitely just stronger, man. I've, I, I could deadlift over 300 pounds now. I, uh, I could bench, I can bench well over my weight now, you know, whereas when I first started working out after dropping all that weight, man, I could barely get up a plate on each side, like 135, I think, or something. I can Mm -hmm. barely get that up. Yeah. Now I'm, now I'm getting up two plates on each side, repping it. Dude, heck yeah, man. So I'm getting good, man. Putting on weight, my cardio is definitely not as good as it was, but it's better than most. Mm-hmm. And and that's where I like it. I was talking to John the other day, and he's all into running hills and stuff. And it's great, but I'll tell you what, man. I ran hills with him a few weeks ago, and he still runs. Yeah. Like, he's still running every day, mm-hmm. right? Beat the brakes off him up those hills. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what the deal yeah. is, man. You know, like. I, well, a I, little bit of competition is healthy. I'll tell you that You're much. absolutely right it is. Absolutely a little, right. A healthy competition. And uh, also the fact that. Hey, when you're still when you're still pushing plates around, you're still getting your cardio. Well, believe right. it or not, if you're, I believe so. If you're doing it right, you're still getting aerobic and anaerobic activity. You know? Yeah, and I I generally feel better. Mm-hmm. Like 
I mean, I don't feel better than what I felt when I was just running in pure cardio strength. Because yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now, Patrick. All I did was eat clean. Yeah, that's exactly. it. I didn't eat. I didn't eat any junk. No bad. So I mean, obviously, probably on a health factor, I was probably a little bit healthier than I am now. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like quality of life, quality of life is everything. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we go to the movies and I cram down a large popcorn. I want to cram down a large popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, jalapenos and Valentina hot sauce. That's yeah. what I want to do, man. And I don't know if that's necessarily the best thing for you, but I don't care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. As long as you're you're proactive in your life. And, yeah. of course, there's a difference between clogging your arteries and doing stuff like that, but... You're, you're doing your due diligence when it comes to physical fitness. And, of course, diet is the other half. But I know that you eat clean sometimes, or the, the majority I, of the yeah, time. Yeah, the majority of the time throughout the week I eat clean. Yeah, you're, you're meal prepping and you're doing stuff like that. You're having the right protein shakes. Mm-hmm. You're drinking a mm-hmm. crap ton of water. Yep. Um, so, but yeah. That's I'm awesome. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, to wrap it up with the Utah, man, it was a great time. Me and Matt, is, it was, I hadn't seen him since last October, and um, he's doing good. Working, he's getting ready to sell his cabin, build a house. He's good. good. He, he wants to get on the podcast. I said, dude, yeah, we'll make it happen. You know, yeah, of course, he wants to do it. So, yeah, you should have brought this podcast stuff up there, man. I just couldn't fly with it. Yeah, you should have. have. You, you don't even have to bring all of it. All you had to bring was just this part right there. That's See, all I didn't know that. Yeah, stuff. I, told, I mean, I know I you told. told you, I know you I told, told you, me. Brandon. You told me, but I don't know that stuff, dude. Yeah, I'll have to teach you. But um, what what's up next? What's up next in terms of hunting? Oh man, you know what, man? We we got to put in for application season for California. Yeah, the bummer that did happen while we were out there. Me and Matt got the news that we did not draw Utah. Oh wow! Yeah, so we're not gonna hunt Utah this year unless we go an over, over the, the counter. counter. Yeah, but that it, is it'll be a bull tag, an archery bull tag, which I'm cool with and I'm down to do. But that doesn't do well with Matt's guide season. Yeah, so he can't do he, it. Yeah, if anything, he's he's he has to be in the money, right? You know, and he got to make money, so he's got to do his thing. So, I was thinking, I don't know. This is kind of where my my brain's thinking right now. I got enough points to draw X nine A in California. Yep, that's a good. That's a good. Yeah, it's good zone. I can draw it. I can go rifle hunt it. You know, go up there and do it. We can do it. And then we still have our local spots here. Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking, well, my old lady, she's so busy, she ain't gonna be done being busy till December. And that's when me and her will go on vacation if we are going to go on vacation. Yeah. So essentially, I got plenty of vacation time. I was thinking about going and doing some guiding. Oh, shoot. Down here or? Up there. Oh, with with Matt? Yeah. (coughs) That's a good plan, dude. Dude, and I was thinking. Even if you're just doing camp setup and. Listen, you might want to go and do a little filming. (coughs) If I can, depending on my situation. If you can take a week off. Yeah. If you can get a week. Mm-hmm. It, it might be, be a good one right there. Yeah, it could be. Make some money. Yeah, my my schedule's all kinds of jacked up though. Well, like, we'll obviously just kind of have to play, yeah, we'll by play ear. Over here. But either way, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to you having weekends off during midweek. Yeah, I know. Me if too. you if you have midweek weekends off, like midweek days off, mm-hmm. it's gonna be great for us, dude. Heck yeah, it's gonna we'll, be awesome. We'll be able to hunt. Yeah, we're gonna hunt the best time of the yeah. week. <laughs> we're, we're gonna hunt midweek, man, and yeah. and don't have to worry about nobody. Don't have to worry about you know just. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people out, but whatever. But, dude, it'll be great. Yeah. And I, I, to be honest, that's the best way I like to hunt. Yeah, exactly. Week, man. Yeah. You did a lot of it this year, or uh, 20, 2018, yeah. beginning of 2019. Mm-hmm. Good weekend. I love it. So, that's pretty much it, man. I think uh, I may draw, I may go grab an air, uh, over the counter archery tag in Arizona. 
mm-hmm. you know, cause I'm going to hunt August and December. Yep. And then I was thinking about putting in the draw for Arizona for a rifle tag too, for uh like a nine, it's like an 80 or 90% draw odd with zero points in Arizona. Yeah. You can draw some of these units, right? Yeah. And they're, they're desert units. You get up mm-hmm. high in glass lot. That's what I like doing anyway. So we'll see. I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I had my heart and soul stuck on Utah. Yeah, it's the, just kind of the way it happened was I should have been 100% draw, but since I party drawed with Matt and he's a resident, the unit that we put in for a resident required one or two points. Yeah. But yeah. so I figured they were going to go off of me because I was a non resident and I did yeah. the application. No, nope. they didn't. They They're went off of like, his. Well, sorry, no points. Yep. And too so bad. We didn't draw. That's unfortunate. Well, Sucks. it's all it's all hindsight. Now you know. Now we know, man. It is what it is, but that's that's the whole deal. I mean, it's hunting, so it is what it is. Oh, man. I would love to go out to Utah this year, though. That'd be great. I mean, I might even just camp Utah just because oh, yeah. Just because I got my new rig. and uh, I would say, this is what I would say. I would say we could still hunt Utah just mm-hmm. with over-the-counter bull tags. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they may or may not give us those cow tags for 100 bucks or whatever they are. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it is what it is. I would love to do it. Yeah. Either cool. way, we'll figure it out. Uh, we still got a little bit of time. Yeah. Idaho's over the counter too. Yeah, that's true. I've I, never been to Idaho. Idaho's amazing. Great. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love it. Big deer. Yeah, for sure. And it's all public land. A lot of public land up there. Yeah, a ton of public land. A ton. Hey, speaking of rigs, what's the deal with your trailer? Are you are you going to do it this year? Is this the year to do it or what? That was the year I was going to. This year was the year I was going to do it. But I feel like at this point, like... I've been waiting to get my tags. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What am I going to do? Get this trailer and get the cart before the horse kind of situation. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, everyone would say, well, you're going to need it anyways. Why don't you just do it? Well, then it's going to be sitting in my house for over a year before I use it. Yep. You know, if we go to Idaho to help guide, I'm going to be staying at their camp. Yeah. You know, if we go to Utah to, to hunt bulls over the counter, right. With archery tags, we're going to stay at Matt's house. Yep. I don't know if we need it right now. Yeah, you know? honestly, the way it, the way that it played out with not drawing that Utah um, that Utah tag is just kind of like, well, now what? Yeah, but I don't know what to do. I'm I'm really distraught about it. My wife keeps telling me, ah, quit stressing over it. You're pissing me off. Because you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm talking about. You know, she's over it. She's over tag season. You know, she don't want to hear about it anymore. She wants me just to figure out what I'm going to do. Yeah, and go put do it, on it. The counter and do it. You yeah. know, so it's. I don't know, man. I don't, I really don't know what I'm going to do yet. I'm kind of just winging it. Yep. I feel like nothing, nothing I'm going to draw is going to come except the Arizona deal. And that's in November. Mm-hmm. I got a big block in November I can take off. So it's no big deal. And then anything else, I'm just winging it. Yeah. Man, John's Couple trying, weekend yeah, hunts in Arizona and John's stuff. trying to get me to commit to, uh, uh, Utah with him on over counter draw. But I'm like, dude, I, I promised Matt I'd hunt with him this year. Yeah. So if he wants to hunt in Idaho, we're hunting in Idaho. If he wants me to go help him guide in Idaho, I'm going to go help him guide in Idaho. I, you know, that's a conversation me and Matt need to have, and we're still trying to put it together, but we'll see. Either way, there's going to be some crazy footage that comes out of 2019. Yeah, I do not doubt it, man. I do not doubt it. It's going to be good. There's going to be some animals hitting the dirt from me, Yeah. definitely, and from you. Yeah. I mean... We got a bunch of guys locally that are going to be putting animals on the ground. So, yeah, I've got a whole new like way, mentality on approaching 2019 hunting. It's oh, yeah. Be great. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, because I've seen it all. I've seen so much of it and how to do it wrong. I think I have a good idea of how to do it right and how to 
how to really prepare for yeah, it. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, I think what happened last year was I was I hit the peak of my um, my skill archery hunting mm-hmm. before archery season like was going on. Right. And I didn't practice enough when it was happening. Right. Yeah. You, you, was just you, like, you know what it is in the fighter world when you train for a fight, like you peak. Yep. Right. If you peak before your fight, you're always sluggish in the fight. Yeah. See what I'm saying? You're you're trying to peak to when you fight, you're peak. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's the same thing with archery season. We yeah. shoot so much prior to archery season. Yeah. Shoot, in preparation shoot, yeah, for in preparation, season. Then season comes and you're just shooting like S. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. We're we're pushing so hard during, you know, uh mm-hmm. during midsummer when we weren't hunting. Yeah. And it was just oh, killed me. Yeah, we were shooting all the time. Tell me this. Yeah. Are you going to buy a new bow? I'm going to buy a new bow. What are you going to get? I don't know. I really haven't looked at any of the new RX3? I might. It depends on what feels best. Like, Because now money's not really a thing. Yeah, it's not even an issue. It's just like buy the gear that you want to buy. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to get a new bow. You are, huh? Yeah. Gosh. I'm jealous. You should get a new bow, too. I've been thinking about it. I don't know, though, because look, I feel like I owe it to this bow to put something down with it. That's true. I got a nice bow, man. Yeah, my bow's my bow's already put deer down. Not in my hands. I should. I should. Well, put it's ki- down. it's killed a deer. <laughs> yes, somewhere, somewhere in the forest. <laughs> yeah, there's a deer down. That's dead. <laughs> yeah, it's it puts on. You've shot an animal with that yeah, bow, definitely. You know, it's just time. I mean, that bow is just kind of get a new bow, man. Make yeah. it feel better. Mm-hmm. It will. You know, my bow. I I think mine's a 2017 Rain yeah. Seven. Yeah, it's a flagship bow. Two years ago. Yep. It's a good exactly. bow. I mean, yeah. listen, I can shoot that bow and it still shoots great. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm dead with that thing, man. Yeah. So I just have thought about getting a bow. If I I'll tell you right now, if I get a new bow, it's probably it's gonna be a traverse, Matthews mm-hmm. Traverse. Yeah, Matthews. Or either an RX3 Ultra to mm-hmm. get the length out of it, or an old Hoyt 34. Mm, okay interesting that, choice for I, last and one. i really want to get it from tj yeah tj is the old owner from uh faith Ar- yeah. faith armory yep he has a black hoyt 34 mm-hmm. that he never shoots again yeah tj yeah I'm the, coming for it the carbon the carbon riser i think is mm-hmm. it is i love that that's bow. a good bow dude i love that bow it that you know when they tell you man you get a bow that fits in your hand yeah that bow was everything yeah i would strip it down i'd run a quivalizer on it because he was all he was just running a doinker setup. I said, get rid of that doinker setup on that bow. So heavy, dude. Dude, that my doinker setup setup on my bow makes it so heavy. Yeah, so heavy. And I, all I want to do, if I could, I would trade for a thirty four with my rain right now. Mm. I would. I I really would. I I feel like I would trade my rain seven right now for that thirty four. Mm. That's interesting. I don't know who would do that trade though. <laughs> just to be honest. I don't know, man. But, Listen, anyone out there you want to trade? Yeah, just put it out there. Yeah, man, it's it's ready to rock, man. I got cryptic cryptic camo. Yeah, it's a good. That's a good. I've seen you shoot that bow. You shoot that bow real. My my biggest fear is that you get a new bow too close to the new yeah. season because everybody else is getting new yeah. bows, mm-hmm. and then you're not. You don't have the time behind it. Like, I feel like I. There's. Just, a, I feel like right now, if I got one, right now I have plenty of time. Oh yeah, of course. Like, there's a hunter that we know. I don't. I don't even think he hunted this much this year. I, I won't say the name, but he picked up uh, the new Matthews Triax when it was new, 
and he didn't even shoot it. He threw all this yeah. new new gear on it, oh, man. and he didn't know how to work it. It's like a $2,000 bow, and yeah. he still doesn't know how to shoot <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It's just like one of those things where it's like, oh, my goodness, why'd you do that? I told him I'd give him 300 bucks for it. Ooh, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, he didn't take too kindly to that, but yeah. it is what it is. Hey, Maybe he'll sell it to me. We, we're on better terms. but I'll give him 450 450 <laughs> like, I do have to work out with that guy, though. He doesn't um, shoot it, dude. Yeah, he doesn't. His his life's taking a different different angle. But then again, that's that's kind of how people are. But uh, supposedly he's saying he's going with John to ch- chase bulls, man. In September in wow, Utah. Good for him. That's what he says. But listen, John's playing no jokes on this one, man. He he's not. He told me flat out. He goes, "I'm not helping nobody." Yeah. You know, I I feel like that's probably why he wants me to go though, just because like he'll have a partner that's gonna go. Yeah. And be with him. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know if I, I, dude, I just don't know if I'm going to go. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a huge, I mean, now we're in the situation where we don't have enough time to do what we want to do. Where it's just like everything is so abbreviated now. And especially since the network is getting bigger, it's Mm -hmm. like we really have to choose who we we value our time with. And it's tough. It's a tough thing to do. It is tough, man. You're going to get even busier. Yeah, I'm going to be crazy busy. I think once it levels out for you, though, you'll be okay. Yeah, of course. You'll you'll end up just like me. You're going to have your days where you can't, you, you just tell yourself, can't do anything, I'm going home. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then you'll have your days where it's like, you make it a priority to do what you got to do. Yeah, exactly. That's how you got to do it, man. That's exactly how I am going to do it. I mean, I do it right now. My time management's been awesome. Yeah. Has it? You're it, writing in your little book? Yeah. Are <laughs> I, you? I have to. I have to write in my little book. It's a... <laughs> It's what I got to do, but it is what it is. It's one of those things where, like, I I go to sleep at eleven. I wake up at four, like clockwork. You go to sleep at eleven at night. Yeah, I have so much stuff to do, dude. And there's no way you you can do it if you don't run a schedule like that. Like, oh my gosh, too much. It is. It's a lot. That's why I sleep one day on the on the weekend. Like today was my sleep day. And I try to get a hold of you for like six hours. <laughs> yeah, I took a nap. Six hour nap. Sorry, I took a nap. All right, all right. Okay. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So I mean, get yourself a new bow. I want to be there when you do it. Yeah. And in the meantime, what I'm going to be doing before hunting season is I'm going to be camping a lot. Like yeah. I want to do some solo camping. Oh man, I met this couple. I'll I'll try to get them on the podcast, or I'll try to do a mobile podcast with them, because they are a fantastic couple. They've been camping since last August, out of a Toyota Camry. Hmm. Yep. That's called homeless. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it, there's a, there's a borderline, but yeah, it's uh, really, how old are they? They're uh, early thirties. They're like 31, 32. If I remember right. Where did you meet them? I met them on one of my previous camping trips. I just got my rig and then I went camping for, I think it was just a night. And then I met them and I was like, you guys have an epic story. I want to get it on film. And, uh, yeah, I'll probably, I have, their what do con- they do for work? We'll leave it for the podcast if if we can. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Reach out it. to them, man. Yeah. Because they got a cool story, and I definitely they they put a spark in me to say, hey, like I got to get out in the woods more, even if it is just camping. They live in a they camp out of a Camry. Yep, out of a Camry. You're telling me that they don't have a story that revolves around methamphetamines. I didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. <laughs> There are drugs involved. However, it's it is a gnarly, gnarly story of uh, two people picking up their life and chasing it. Really? Yeah, it is. Man, I love talking to people like that. Yeah, me too. And I, I like, I'm, I'm not a talker when it comes to camping. When I go out camping, solo camping, 
I'll just drink beer and, you know, sleep early and watch a fire go. But circumstances were circumstances, and I had to camp in a campground, and it was just so fortuitous that I met these two people. But that's yeah, awesome it was dude. great it's, yeah, it's gonna be their a good information. i do i have their information and uh i know what campgrounds they go to so even if huh. even if i don't find them that way i can track them down via their campground so wow yeah yeah i think we should do it yeah it's gonna be cool be but anyways i don't think i have anything else to say that is uh that will sound good because my voice sounds like crap but all righty uh, but yeah uh thank you thank you thank you so much guys for tuning in uh we've got some big things coming up and sorry about that little hiatus that we had uh, it's just how life goes sometimes. You know how it is. But, uh, Brandon, do you have anything else to add? I'd like to do this more often. Yeah, I know, man. As soon as all this stuff plays out, we'll be getting them out on the regular again. Yeah. You know, once a week, once every two weeks, something this, like that. This will probably be the last one for a couple months, I'd imagine. I don't know, man. After, after doing it with this one, we kept this one pretty short, so it feels good, you know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll do another one here pretty yeah. quick. Whenever you get time. Yeah, I'll see if I can do uh, a podcast with those with those two folks, and if not, we'll talk about uh, some gear that we're looking into and um, kind of go deeper into uh, 2019 fitness and yes. and hunting goals. Yeah, maybe by then I'll have my plans uh, yeah. unraveled. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds good, man. All right, there you go. There's right, another buddy. one, brother. Another one. Oh. Yeah. yeah.